What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Destined for Wealth podcast, where we talk about any and everything, including destiny, wealth, prosperity, lifestyle, uh-huh. health. Did I just say that? Yep. I no. did? No? So I want to um, introduce my special guest, my everyday guest, my all-the-time guest, my beautiful wife, Amanda Keller Woods. Hi. What's going down, wifey? Nothing, just in this house that we both live in together. <laughs> woke up, saw you. You woke up, you saw me? Uh-huh. What, what was the first thing you thought about when you saw me? You brought me coffee, so I thought about coffee. I did bring you coffee. You see this? This is an M right there. Mm-hmm. That thing is about to go down for real. He's talking about a trade. <clears throat> talking about a trade. So... Real quick, um, wanted to welcome you guys back. We're about to get more consistent with this. What yep. do you think? We've been struggling with the consistency side of it because, you know. Well, we've just been lazy. It's a harder part of life. And it's, it's laziness. Like, I figured this. Like, if we get up early in the morning and we get up early enough, do charts, make you coffee. <laughs> the first thing we should do. Is do a podcast, right? So that way I have a morning voice just like I have right now. Great idea. No, but that's okay. Like, clear that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how your week been going? So far, it's only Tuesday. It's actually Wednesday, and it's is been it going Wednesday? good. It's uh, October 2nd, when we're actually recording this. So you, it's a Wednesday. You know, I never know what day it is now. Because... I'm a full-time trader, so I don't... I never know what day it is. Like, well, this actually, week is NFP, so you should maybe be keeping track of that just slightly. No, but it's kind of weird. Like, I have, I am oblivious to what actual day it is. Like, you know when the market turns off, though. You're like, oh, I shit. I do know when the market Friday. turns off and on. You're like, did the app stop working? or And you keep refreshing it, and you're like, oh, the market's closed. Yeah, on Friday. It's Friday. Actually, I got kind of frustrated. Cause I was like, what the fuck? Is this thing frozen? And you were like... It's Friday. Babe, it's Friday. It's two o'clock. We're on the we're on the West Coast, so it turns yeah. when it when it hits. So people have been talking about like what is our trading routine and how do we make it work around our I would say busy schedule, but it's really not a busy schedule. So how do you make trading work? Like what's your routine? How do I make it work? I mean work? I know it because I live with you, but for the people. Okay, so it took me about a I'ma say I guess that we can report it like a kid, right? Like, I was going to say a year and a few months, but I should just be like, it's trading with my months. babies. Yeah, 13 months. It took me 13 months to um, get on the full-time routine. It also took me 13 months to have, like, a real strategy to this thing because I was in- introduced to it by a company. Um, actually, I was introduced to it by my wife but i kind of ignored her you know like so man you know when you like out there and you i mean you like sitting down and you watching the football game or you're playing you know the playstation and your wife asks you a question and you just kind of go mm-hmm yeah baby that looks good or yes you know and you don't even know and then she'd be like what do you normally say to me you listen to me <laughs> what i make on repeat i say what i just say and then I go. He's like, uh, well, like you said, and he knows bits and he gets bits and pieces, but yeah, exactly. So that's how it was when you talked to me about trading for the first time. Cause that was dumb. 
Yeah, I was making about $35,000 a month. Uh, me and my business partner at the time were both bringing in an, an equal share of 35000 So we were making 70000 a month, our business was. And we were bringing in thirty five k a month. And I had no idea how powerful this was because I was like, man, recruiting people is... Could you imagine dumping $35,000 a month into it? Well... I, I mean, could, we're getting back to that I level could, now. And but. I couldn't because at that time, if I would have dumped 35 grand in, we would have lost all that shit. Oh, yeah, we probably wouldn't have. Like, when you actually, the best time to learn is when you don't have a ton of money to keep putting in because then you have to be more serious. Kind of like with what, it. You, like what yeah. you're doing this week. You I know? Per- yeah, I purposely started with $5 and, and told myself I'm not going to deposit mm. anymore because I want to see it grow. And I also want to document it, like, on a Instagram page, which I probably should get to doing that. But. Just to keep let it grow and be consistent, and not and not knowing that I can just put like five hundred dollars in it like once a week, you know, yeah. makes you really focus on the skill. So yeah, so yeah, so I I would say that after you know you trying to tell me about it, and I actually when I looked it up, it was kind of crazy because I saw people that were like charging people five thousand per session, and yeah. like some people ten thousand per session. Now you got a company that I, I, it's like it's a bunch of companies out there now that two hundred and something two hundred and some dollars to go through an educational program and I I think and you that can actually company, learn for free online yeah you can I that's actually so me even though I joined that company I joined that company to recruit which is what most of those people do anyways and it's a good company I actually love the owner of that company he's a great guy he's cool awesome but I, i'll keep it real nobody can trade over there so it's like they're promoting no, something that they I don't even understand I not well, not nobody but most of i the, would say that that probably about three to five percent of them and the top leaders that are recruiting to making all the money recruiting don't actually trade so it's kind of like you know pitching a product that you don't actually use like we actually well like, i will say this because i'm not I'm not gonna be talking bad about anybody. No, this I'm not is talking what bad. It's the I know, truth. but no, this is what I'm saying. This is how you end that argument. They're an educational company that introduces forex to the world. Now, and some of them aren't educated. And so they... that doesn't mean that they're actually using the product. Yeah. That just means that they're introducing people. They're introducing them to it, which is not a bad yeah. thing because they introduced me. It does me. help people. Yeah. Yeah, they introduced me to it, and and. It took you and a few other people to actually to convert me, like like the the movie uh, the Chronicles of Riddick, like you know to the mm-hmm. to the Underverse. So like you you brought me I over. Switched you, yeah. You switched me. Your so, mindset. Switched my mindset because a lot of people don't know this. I made ten grand. It's actually in our first podcast, I think. But I made 13,000 13, in, in ten, 10 days. days. And yeah, I thought I was I was the man. I was sitting on my high horse and I was just straight up just straight up like thought I was the man and then I fell on my ass six weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so but then life got in the way, man. I, and that's enough that's for another time, but just so you guys know in my journey, uh I took it seriously on my forty first birthday, uh, which was this past April twenty sixth. And took it seriously, and I just been diving in, and I you developed a love for it. I did. I developed. It's repetition, right? Once you've been doing something 
for a while and you keep doing something. I think they say you have to to do it for like 26 straight days. 21 straight 21. days. Yeah, 21 straight days and it becomes um like a normal habit. I like what Gary V said you're lazy about things that you're you don't like to do. So like you were kind yeah. of lazy with it until you developed a I love I think you're for right about that now. because I was very lazy to it like I just didn't want to do it because yeah. I was like, man, like... It was a chore for you versus me. I developed a love from it from the beginning. And I was like on it all the time, like almost too much. You just redeveloped it though. I did. I had to take a step away. And that's what you had to do when you have like, you know, when you get, you get a little overwhelmed and you learn too many methods and you confuse things. You have to kind of like take a step away from it, get yourself back together. And now I'm on the mindset of like, I just want to make a salary. I'm not planning on getting rich. Like right now, but like later, probably. No, the goal is always to um, have residual income yeah. create happiness. So when people say, I'm not trying to get rich, I say it's a cop out. I'm trying to get rich. I'm going yeah. to get rich. But I know it's a, I know it's and a I'm sprint, get not a mar- wealthy. I mean, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, it's a marathon. So I'm getting wealthy by trading. And, and what's real crazy is like, I look at it as a fisherman. Like, when you go out there to the pier, and we live right by the ocean, you go out to the pier, and you have all your bait. Mm -hmm. And you have all this bait. And you have the right bait, though. Because some people don't (laughs) have... That's the key. Yeah, that's the key. A lot of people don't have the right bait. So, the key is having the right bait, because you might have the wrong bait. Mm -hmm. So, for me, that company... The educational service, I never looked at it because it was the wrong bait. I just, I mm-hmm. didn't like the bait. I was like, this bait is not going to be good to throw out in this the ocean. This tastes nasty. I don't think you eat bait. Oh, I was saying if you were the fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. You were the you, fisherman. I'm the fisherman. I'm using you're, the bait. You're trying to like catch uh, stuff in the ocean with like what you would catch catfish in the it, lake with. Exactly. So okay. like in, yeah. in some of those fish in the ocean don't eat nasty bait. So you got to. Yeah have the right bait and then I went to you know I tried out this bait and it, the other bait wasn't working for me and then um I recently found a couple of baits that I like you know and and those baits have actually been working and it's, yeah. they're systematic and now I know how to put the bait on the hook the right kind of bait and I've been catching a lot of fish and what's it. cool is that our efforts and all the work that we put in mainly you and developing these strategies and stuff like we don't. We're doing a signal group for people to take our trades. Not necessarily. Like, we don't want to be professional signal callers, and no. we don't want our all of our income to come from signals. But we understand <clears throat> people don't have the same amount of time to put into it. Yet they want to make some money. So we're not trying to grow it big. But if it have, happens, that's. Cool. I mean, that's cool. But if not, like it's almost better to not have a ton of people because you know it just makes it kind of like more of a close knit thing. But uh, and then we're kind of like like underground rap like people don't really know about us and we're like calling these dope signals and people are making money from us but we're helping people out because we put the time and effort and we have the time and the effort to actually like set down at the chart so we have a lot of people in the group that have full-time jobs and some of them made like 400 500 a guy made eight thousand dollars this week you know a 21 year old and Eight thousand dollars. It's, cool. it's like, just cool. That's that's amazing. To be able to help people, I feel like it's a way he, to actually. Then he said happy birthday to you or something. It was his birthday. Yeah. He said happy birthday. That was a great birthday. Yeah. But, and that's that's actually what it is. So, um, 
Yeah, just so you guys know, like we talk about everything. We're gonna do a little bit of everything. Like we have, we're, we are traders. So back to my question: What's your schedule? Okay, yeah, I got off track. Thank you for keeping <laughs> me on track. That's why you have to have a moderator type person. <laughs> so now my schedule is: We live on the West Coast, so my schedule. Um, I'm just gonna start from the top, right? Mm-hmm. So my schedule: I wake up. At 4.30 every morning. So I catch the end of the London session. And I um, come out to our little beautiful view. You guys can't see it. But we will start doing our YouTube a little bit more. Where you can see the view. And we're actually doing the podcast. But come out here. Sit in front of the um, computer. And I start setting up my, um, my strategy every single day. And I do that. Till about 6, 6.30. Mm-hmm. Then I place a trade. If I see something, if I don't yeah. see anything, I'm just studying the charts. Or I go back and study um, my craft. Yeah, that's what people don't realize that you still have to learn. They're like, I'm going to go learn this. Yeah. Like, you don't ever finish Well, it's just it. like a person. I think your, uh, one of your, your best friends, Tammy, said it yesterday. It's, a, it's something. It's just like them having a job, right? They go to work from 8 to 5. Yeah. I'm on the computer. Like, I'm not just going to... This is what most people, I think, has the misperception of. Like, they go, okay, I don't see anything. I'm going to go do something else. No. You need to watch what the pattern and what the market is doing. Or they force a trade and they think that they have to trade. Yeah. They have to take a trade. You don't you always don't, have to take you a don't, trade. Always, I have to teach you that. Yeah, I know. You always don't. You don't have to always. You 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 take what you see, and you gotta make sure that thing is going. A lot of people just force it, and then that thing goes the opposite way. Yeah. And then this it's it's over. So, from like six thirty seven, we've been a little bit off track, but we're getting back on track this week. We go work out um, around seven o'clock, so we work out, get a hour workout in, and then. We come back, have our shake, and we, I guess, you know, we go out, we enjoy our day, but most of the time I'm on the charts till about 10, depending on what I'm studying, you guys, and and not saying I, I'm on the chart from 10 to 1. Like, I use, I trade the whole New York session, which on the, on the West Coast is 5 o'clock to 1 o'clock. Is that right? Yeah, 5 yeah, o'clock to 1 right. o'clock every day. So, and except for Friday, on Friday, I'm usually out of the charts, probably around 10 o'clock. Yeah, start closing out around start 10 closing or around 10 a.m. Yeah. And then what's real cool about being on the, we used to live in Atlanta. So being on the East Coast trading, it's a little bit different because we would wake up, you know, at eight o'clock, which is the normal time people go. Well, we would wake up at seven, start trade in New York and mm-hmm. then it seemed like the whole day is gone. Yeah. Because when by the time you're done trading New York, even if you go eight to one or eight to five, right? Depending on what you're seeing, now you have just three, four hours until you gotta go to bed. Well this is not a promotion for y'all to move all to the West Coast because there's already too many people and the traffic is crazy. So y'all just stay where you are and you're just gonna have to make stay it work. Stay where you is. Yeah. Don't come here. But just so you know it it works I, out. I a little love bit actually here. and we came out here to visit your brother last year 
And I said, man, I love the trading schedule. It took me a while to get adapted back to it because we were on the East Coast time when we moved out here. But now I'm adapted. So it's it's real good. So I'm done with the charts about one o'clock and then I get to hang out with you for Mm -hmm. most of that day. And I really get to hang out with you because you recently um, retired. Yeah. Yeah, you... I do a little things here you and do. there, but you, I, yeah, yeah, from my full-time job of, like, six years, and thank God, man, <laughs> I love being another topic. Let's talk about how companies treat employees of six We're not years get like you mad. shit. We're not going to get well, you that's going to be a whole other podcast. That's, that's a different podcast. But I wanted to get, <laughs> I wanted to get, uh, yeah, so, you know, we just wanted to, uh, you wanted me to talk about my schedule. What's your schedule now? I don't really have one yet, but I'm like, I, <laughs> <laughs> not there yet, but we have a signal group. So what's cool is I like, I go to bed a little bit earlier sometimes than you do, or at least lay in the bed and I like kind of relax and like, mm-hmm. and then I wake up in the middle of the night and like kind of like clockwork, it's kind of working out good. Cause I'll wake up around 2am, look at the, look at the chart real fast, look at a few pairs, call a few trades in the signal group, take a few trades, go back to sleep. Then wake up again around five when New York opens when you're up, and then kind of yeah yeah more so the London side, but it, I don't really have like a preferred session right now. But I think it's cool that I can call London because for people that are in the group, they're kind of getting London in New York mm-hmm. and a little bit of everything else. Like they're ever always asked before they join the group, what time will you, we expect to see your trades? It's like we can't determine. <clears throat> When we're going to call trades. Yeah, that's because, another thing. Yeah. We don't just trade things to trade things. We're we not just going to call things so that people feel com- like, oh, I'm getting my money's worth. Because if we're blowing your account, then we're not really helping you. This so- is the way I see it. The group is $125. Yeah. If we help you make more than $125, we owe yeah. you nothing. And we've caught 1,000 pips. Probably, I mean, we're not looking at the charts right now, but we're probably up maybe 1,200 right now. And if you took even like a .01 lot... You've made one hundred and twenty-five dollars yes. from all those trades, so probably made more. Um, and then we have we follow this um, app, so we have today's vision. See if I can pull it. I'll let you read it. Actually, pull it from the top. It's right there. You just, just messed it up. It says, "Be at peace. Forgiving yourself is important. Let any guilt and regrets go. Let the past go." You're new this second, so allow your mind to be renewed as well. Every moment is a birth of completely new way of thinking and feeling. End the past loop and be at peace with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That was deep. Yeah. Was like, little, let, let's just let it go. Yeah, let it go. I always tell you that. I always let shit go because I got diabetes and you can't be stressed with diabetes. Uh, I let the dumbest shit go. I just say, man, I'm not dealing with your BS, man. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's get into some hot topics. (laughs) (laughs) So I saw something that was disgusting. So... Fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about it? Because it has to be spoken about. Um, Patrick Cloud is somebody we love. 
and we, we <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know if I love him because I don't know him. We just but I, I watch him. He's one of my favorite people to watch on mm-hmm. YouTube and the gram. And he showed this thing where there were rats inside dried chilies. So like when you go to like like a Mexican-style grocery store and they have the dried-out chilies or you can either oh scoop them God. and put them in a bag or they're already in a bag. And, and some they people show, eat that shit raw. Like, they just eat it right I think they bag. do, yeah. They, like, cook, maybe they like cook soup it. or something mm-hmm. with it. And oh they showed God. that they basically put them outside in the sun and they let them dry out. And while they're drying, though, they are a hotel <laughs> for rats. Like, we're talking thousands <laughs> of rats are just literally just circling in and they're just... Moving all the chilies around so that they can continue to dry, and the rats are just feeding on it, living on it. Oh my god! Doing everything to it, and then and they rats just pack, hopefully horrible. they wash them. But I don't think they could wash them because then they would they would lose their seasoning. Well, it, they would dry them, so it would be the point of washing, washing them. them. Yeah. So they just throw them in a bag, and then y'all are eating shit covered rat infested no, just feces, chilies, man, because they piss rats. Pits and shit yeah. on almost everything because they're eating everything. Like so, yeah. They they walk. I mean, like I, I I looked at a documentary about rodents and smaller rodents, and what happens is they while they're Way walking and shit. <laughs> yeah, they're walking and shit. They're actually walking and shitting at the same time. They're like. That's why like you see homeless people like that are on no, drugs, like not, walking down the street. It's not just like, like eh. homeless people, but it is. To the the point where they're walking, and that's why you see rat poop everywhere. You'll see it like droppings. That's what they call them because while they're walking and shit, they're dropping everything. And shit. Yeah. yeah, like literally. All right, next topic. I'm done. No, but it's really gross. So I wanted to say, man, if you eating these, I think Be you nasty. should start growing your own shit. Like this is the deal. If you have a balcony, don't put anything on uh-huh. the ground. But if you have a patio, no way. Like, or a house and a garden and you're doing chiles, do not do it on the ground. Like, put it in an elevated spot. Like, I would say if you have a terrace or a balcony, just do that shit out there. Like, we you could like do it. don't like a little it. table. Oh, yeah. We, we can do really it. don't eat those, but yeah. I don't, no, I've, I haven't ever eaten those, but I will tell you this. Me having part of my Hispanic heritage... I'm pretty damn sure my great-grandmother, my grandfather, yeah. and my dad have eaten some dry... I'm going to have to send them that she's video. she's like, Miha, eat this. And you're like, oh, <laughs> She's no. going to be like... She, and then that's not to mention like but, your restaurants that are cooking with it that, that you don't even oh know. So you can God, eat like the Mexican dude. restaurant we went to. I, I mean, they're definitely clean, but like you don't know if... like tor- I love tortilla soup. Like, What if they're like putting that in there? There, and only, like, rat there soup. is a very good possibility... That that shit's happening. Amazing. Great. Okay, so hey, be aware of what you're eating. Um, I have to, man. That that man, they say go vegan and vegetarian, but man, like yeah, you can't even the vegetables aren't even safe. Yeah, you can't even do that. It's not just drink sanitary. water. Yeah, water. And ice cubes. Well, I'm more on the Jesus plan. Most people don't realize. Wine. Jesus Me too. Was, I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was a pescatarian, man. He ate fish. Yeah. And bread. And then you could say that sometimes the water isn't even clean. It's just like, oh, what a fucked up world we live in. This is so bad. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Now to a more n- not depressing topic. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> what? 
That was that, the worst segue ever. No, it wasn't because I just looks. felt like that you were... Now into not a depressing topic. Lady walks into an apartment and murders a guy. <laughs> That's pretty depressing. Yeah, but I, I got tired of talking about... Rats. Feces food. So on to a lighter topic. So, Murder. Okay, so let's talk about Amber. I don't even know her last name. I, I don't care. <laughs> but she, uh, Amber... Maybe I should find her last name real quick. Let's let's find okay. the last name. We're gonna look on the computer real if you, quick. If you, if you Google Amber case, Amber. How come always Ambers are in the trial? Wasn't there another Amber with the kids, the killed her kids or whatever? Man, I have no idea. Amber trial. Uh, let's look. Amber case. case. Like, let's let's see if we can find out what's I'm going sure on. I'm sure it's going to pop up first thing on Google. Yeah. There she is. Okay. So, oh, what just Your happened? computer died. Oh, my God. Okay. So, hold on one second. That was like when you're about to sneeze and someone stops you. Yeah. I know, right? Amber Geiger is her name. So, Geiger. Geiger. I think that's it. Yeah. I think it's like and From it. Dallas. She, I'm sure you've heard. I just heard literally like two days ago. Yeah, because really you don't this. look at the news. So basically yeah, what happens depressing. for those people who don't know about the news, so all you millennials that just like to get in your Generation Z kids that like to just get on the tablet and watch Netflix and shit. Basically, last year, um, uh, Amber, a former Dallas police officer, was getting home from work when she decided to walk into the apartment above her. She didn't decide. She supposedly accidentally. She but accidentally. She said she lived, I, I believe, on the third floor or vice versa. Yeah. But anyway, she walked into the wrong apartment. There was a black gentleman in the apartment. And uh, apparently he afraid. was standing, standing yeah. up and she saw a silhouette. She no, she talked to him and then he just walked to her. He just started walking towards him. her. Well, this is the deal. You know that I, I went to the police academy. You don't not want me to become a cop. I do know this. You are supposed to assess the situation. Yeah, not just shoot. Not just blast people. And I think, you know, look, I feel bad for everybody that's involved. A lot of people are taking it to the, yeah, oh my god. The Erase level this. Let's the, put her in jail because, because this. this is why I do Black know. Black Lives Matter. I don't think it's that extreme. It's not that extreme. You want to know why? Because it was dark in the room. So she didn't yeah. know if he was black or white. I've done it. So at our... Um, you shot a black man? No. <laughs> I walked into the wrong apartment. So I was on the phone with oh, my yeah, mom. Oh, yeah, Like literally yeah. during the day. Yeah, and I've done it here too. But I was talking to my mom and... I left the apartment. It was like when we first kind of, it was early on when we moved and the house was a mess. The kitchen was right when you walk in, the island's there. And I was on the phone with my mom and I wasn't paying attention. I went to the wrong floor, walked to the apartment, opened the door because they didn't have it locked. And I screamed, baby, because the island was clean and there was a candle lit. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like what's about to, like <laughs> what's going on? the mood on? was going on. But then I realized that there was like this pink Mac like setting on the thing. And so like I quickly like shut the door and like walked away. Um, but I don't know what would have happened if I would have went in the dark. I think that would have, I, but yeah, she should have assessed the situation. You don't just randomly shoot as well. I kind of like, I think it's fucked up on both sides. She, I don't think she purposely did it. But at the same time, if you're a cop, you have the responsibility of assessing the situation. Or you could have called for backup. 
you could have ran, you could have done a ton of different things except shooting, but at the same time, they say that you are able to shoot people that are in your place. Yeah, so it's kind of like, it's all no, a it's objective situation. Your ground, it's a stand your ground rule. But the, the, the problem is... Not saying she's right or wrong or whatever. No, but this is it's the problem. She's a police officer, so she should have known to... She should take a responsibility. She could have yeah. tased him. She could have yeah. gone... I mean, she could have put her weapon away. She said the the thing that got me was she said she was afraid and scared. Like you are a police officer. First of all, you should not be afraid. You're soft ass shouldn't be a police officer if you're afraid. No, man. And some of you guys are are, are too not afraid. And we know? don't know what actually happened like in the apartment. Like did he actually speak or like did he just walk towards well, her? Because at the same time he could have been like, yo, this is my apartment. Yeah. She said a lot of stuff. Like she said Nobody knows. She said that he said whatever he said, but the problem really is, is that you don't know what he said. Because well, and and that, it's his apartment, so he probably was like, "Yo, what the fuck? Why, why are you in my apartment?" And he's hostile. And she's she's like, hostile because she thinks she's, she's in her and apartment. And then she hears a deep voice, and you know she's like, "Oh my god, this is a black guy." It's like it's, no, I'm just I'm just playing, y'all. I don't know if she what she thought. I, all I can say is a really bad situation for everybody. It's, it is like, and I feel like you know, at this is the point in time if they can just kind of use her as an example. And unfortunately, like she got the she, luck, she the got, unlucky side of life. She and, got the luck of the draw. But let's for, be real, sure. she's probably not gonna get a life sentence or no, she something did. crazy. She actually did. She, but they're trying to appeal it now, supposedly, and that's what people are mad about, and they think that she's gonna get out, and then it's just. I don't like, think she's getting out. Like, I think that... I just want to move to a different country where race isn't, like... Well... It's so annoying. Well, there's racism everywhere, babe. Oh. I mean, unless I mean, you, there is. Unless I'm you just go saying, to like, Aruba, it's like such a where everybody Yeah, everybody's happy. Happy, That's happy, I happy life. So, on to a, uh, some, <laughs> some better stuff. Again, um, just wanted to cover those. We like to cover some topics to keep you guys aware. But we want to talk about what just recently happened, like, during the Super Bowl... And what recently just happened with branding. Like, so if most people that don't know, my wife and I are marketing, I would say marketing experts. We have marketing backgrounds. We have more than 20 plus years of marketing experience between oh, the both of us. That's pretty do. dope. Yeah, we do. 30. Shit. Wow. My wife has helped launch some major programs. I'm not going to put her on blast, but she is a smart woman and so have I. But we want to talk. I want to talk about. So you just left the company. <laughs> that that it was so crazy. So I want to tell everybody this story. We were watching the Super Bowl, and there is this. I'm sure you saw yeah. the Bud Light corn syrup situation. Oh with my Light god! The battle, and, and it that, was like the most epic commercial I've ever seen in my life. And that company you were working for the other company. I don't really you want can to say it. That I was. On I don't know. I don't know if we should say it because. Okay, I was on one side of the fence. You were on the other side. You were on the butt light side, but you were on the other side of the fence. <laughs> and, oh, my God. So, I'm sitting there, and my wife's mouth is wide open. And this dude comes, the king, and all his people goes, Hey, you guys is corn syrup was delivered to our castle. And then... Like, that's not ours. They said, that's not ours. And it's then theirs. they go to different bears. It was and, pretty and clever. It, and it was really clever. And and they go to the the to the company. He said, "Hey, he go to the one the the last two ca- the last castle." Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, they just told us that this is your corn syrup." And he said, "We already have our yeah. corn syrup. That's that's, that's theirs." Yeah. <laughs> 
So what we're talking about right now is like the battles between brands that are going on because there's also another battle happening, which is Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A and the sandwiches. And so we're going to compare the two. Which one do we think had the best brand battle? I think that the... Well, first of all, let's just stick to the, the beer side. The, the beer, right? I don't drink beer anymore, but I do like... Uh, I'm, I will say this. I like Miller Genuine High Life. Or what is it called? Judy. Or oh, you like High Life? Yeah. I like the High Life. Champagne better. beers. The champagne beers. The I honestly Miller Light. You know that they, they focused on oh, promoting High Life. I just told you what it was. Miller Light. Coors Light is actually better than Miller Light. I don't know why. It depends. They, yeah, but I think I think right now cold. High Life could like really take off. But yeah, it they're could. focusing on Miller Light and Coors Light, and then you have the Bud Light side <laughs> of things, which people. It, it, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, they, Miller Lite's the original light beer, but yes. then you have Bud Light that came after and, you know, people like hopped on a trend and people don't really know why they eat or drink anything that they eat or drink. So I think people more so if you're doing it and a lot of people are doing it, they're going to do it just as like the kombucha shit, right? That. Yeah, it's like a kombucha trend. Kombucha is yeah. good, but it's not as good as everybody said. I, I liked kombucha until I saw how it was made, and I was like, ooh, that's yeah, kind of nasty. And it helps. But beer is probably the same way because it is kind of like a fungus yeast type yeah, of situation. It so it's stuff growing, and I mean, I probably would be grossed out by that too. But anyways, I thought it was a clever commercial. and the, I mean, at the time, I was kind of like, oh my God, this is not going to be good. But... At the same time, like it, they didn't say that because the oh, they corn syrup is not bad. They destroyed the but Miller corn syrup portfolio. is not bad. Like it's just corn and it's syrup. Though what is bad is high fructose corn syrup, which is not used in any beer. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say any beer, but it's not used in the beer that they were comparing it to. So they just kind of took a play on like where everybody's stance is right now with health, health and stuff. And it was smart, man. It was, and it, it was corn syrup, and it's not the bad kind of corn syrup. And they didn't say that they used it or they didn't use it. They just said, like, this is yours. And, yeah, it was pretty clever. Yeah, the thing know? about it is Miller got mad, but they never said what they, it Yeah, the stance should have been like, it's not high fructose corn. I mean, they did kind of come out with no, a No, Miller is the said one that, who but. said, hey, we yes, we have high fruit. They, no, yes, we use corn syrup, but yeah. we do not use high fructose yeah, corn yeah, syrup. Yeah, yes, we and use then, it. Bud Light's like, we use rice and like... No, Bud Light didn't say it. Miller tried to throw a shot at Bud Light. And, and then they put out a campaign was like, we are just literally just rice, yeast, water, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's literally how and we make our beer. they still destroyed Miller. Which, how you make any kind of alcohol is a raw ingredient. So rice, grain, some type of fruit, whatever. And then you have yeast and then you have water. And then, you know, it depends on what you're making. Right. But so you have to have some raw ingredient. I just say ingredient. don't drink at all. I think it's nasty. But... So we're gonna talk about. But drink about, wine. Yeah, I like wine <laughs> and tequila, which I can't, and whiskey, which I can't have because I'm diabetic. But so we're gonna go to the next thing that you were just talking about was the the Popeyes versus Chick Fil A Chick-fil-A. fiasco. So we are hardcore on the side of we think that drum roll, which well, one's no, better? Well, no, but hold on, you just going right into it. See, you got a segue. Okay, go. So. First of all, let's just give Popeyes a round of applause because they created the greatest marketing. We're talking about marketing right now, right? So, you know, that was great marketing by Bud Light. We are talking about how great the marketing was for Popeyes, which was no fucking marketing. I think it was by accident, though. It was somebody else that posted the (coughs) Chick-fil-A sandwiches versus other. 
one person person who just posted it and then it everybody took it, it took yeah. off. Yeah. Now everybody have their own theories. They're saying that it was distracting from President Trump doing oh, it and all this stuff. Can't but this is what I will say about this. About one fourth of the world loves chicken more than everybody else, and that's that's my community. So I don't think you distracting black people from political shit because I don't know how much they weren't really involved. Care. <laughs> I don't know how much we really care about it. I mean, I know there are some black They're like, while you're eating this chicken sandwich, there's a war going on. There's a on war going on. There's a country on. you don't even know exists. Like, gonna look at the biggest distraction. Souls. You know, like, it is what it is, man. But at the same time, um, now we can do the drum roll. What, which we was... tried both, and we prefer... Popeyes. Popeyes, and if you like Chick Fil A, we don't want to talk to you anymore. I think after I ate Chick Fil A sandwich, just I felt you cutting off everybody that likes Chick Fil A. Yeah, it felt greasy and gross, and the Chick Fil and then the Popeyes. But the the thing was, is the battle and like I will the say eye this. catchiness of it. I will was say this every funny. time I've had a Chick Fil A sandwich. It sounds like a good idea, and then you eat it, and you're like, it's mm. so greasy. That's and, why it's better and on they biscuit. Use peanut oil. It's better on a biscuit. It is. It soaks it up the grease. It like it soaks up the grease. Yeah. Um, the chi- the, the, uh, Popeyes? the chicken fingers, though. Oh, chicken fingers. They're, they're not bad. I like the nuggets. But Popeyes, if you've had the chicken sandwich, it's an actual, I think it's like chicken breast. It's yeah, like a, like a deboned Like chicken. a deboned chicken de-boned. breast. Yeah. <laughs> it's a deboned chicken breast. Um, it's crunchy. Or it might be a deboned Thigh or something. I don't know what it is, but no, it's, it's crunchy. Meat. Definitely white meat. Yeah, it's white meat. It's it's definitely crunchy. Is your mouth watering? It is. <laughs> I can't have one, but I almost. We, maybe we sh- Yeah, you could. Nah, you could devil in that uh, one. Man, like, oh, yeah, you said stay away from carbs. Anyways, it's. I think it's better. And the battle was. I got to run thing. like two miles. So if I had to compare the battle of Miller Light and Coors Light, or Miller Light and Bud Light versus. Now Popeyes if you and, don't you don't work with them, what you say you Miller Lite's better or Bud Light? I don't drink beer, so I don't you really don't, I you really do don't care. But <laughs> no no no, I think I no, I think they both I were, think, I mean I honestly think Miller Lite is better because I think they're, as taste, I think they're but they I want both whatever. I think they both were excellent uh marketing campaigns mm-hmm. because one um used the others Weak, um, dis- yeah. Weakness. Yeah, yeah. Against them, disadvantage. It's Bud Light. It's just witty. Like they're just yeah, witty, way witty with wittier, it. And then yeah. Miller Light's very like you know to the point and like more professional. And Popeyes so. was just smart, man. Like they didn't put it out was a hilarious. So social media, the Twitter, like them battling other Twitter and calling Wendy's thirsty because they wanted brought, to get in. It the- kind of brought a lot of sales to both. To yeah. To Chick Fil A. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like an either or sales. But it was situation. genius. It was, it was genius. It yeah. was the most genius marketing campaign that and now, we've ever and seen. And now I want a Popeyes chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now we're gonna move to our last topic. Top five. Which is what we call our top five. And today we're doing ice cream flavors. So we're gonna your, do ice cream flavors. Your top fla- five flavor. Yeah. Can you yes. say it's my top five flavors? Top five flavors yeah, of ice cream tired, of right? all time, in your opinion. I'll okay. go first. So, can I, should I start together. from five to one? Yes. 
Number five is just good old plain vanilla. Like you, what? Yeah, but you, you have coming. to you have to have vanilla ice cream in your top five because it is ice cream. So oh. it's no vanilla is a staple. No, I would agree. You I know what I love about you want to know why I love vanilla ice cream is because when you don't want to do anything out of the box. It's the best go-to ice cream. It's just like, yeah. I just want some creamy, flavorful. And and, and, and Bluebell is my favorite vanilla ice cream. Uh-huh. Number four, I'm going to have to say Neapolitan. Did I not saying that right? Neapolitan? Neapolitan. Now you get all three. That basic. Yeah. Um, I like, I'm a simple basic It's never guy. the best three. It's always like the worst chocolate you can have, the worst vanilla, and the worst Well, it depends on combined. the brand. It depends on the brand. Does any good brand make Neapolitan? Bluebell has Neapolitan? the best Neapolitan. I don't know they do. Yes, they do. Or they huh. used to. That stuff is bomb. And you're right, though. The flavors don't necessarily mesh. I, okay, let me. They put it in that bucket. Wait, do ice cream sandwiches no, we're talking about ice cream flavors. So let me take that off the off the list. What? Now. Yeah, I have to because it only tastes good in the ice cream sandwich. You're right. Yeah. I just thought about it. I was like, man, it never tastes the same when you scoop it out. Uh-huh. Okay, so my uh fourth my fourth flavor uh my fourth favorite would have to be strawberry. Okay. Strawberry ice cream. I love strawberry ice cream. Strawberry, especially the bluebell, because it has real strawberries or it used to have real mm-hmm. strawberries. And then it has cream and all that cream. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Obviously, it's ice cream. Yeah. No, but they, they, they do something, like, really creamy with it. Like, <laughs> because I've had, like, Kroger off-brand ice cream, and it's not as good. It's, it's bluebell. I'm, I'm like, doing the ad I know, right? They're going to get this to be like, man, let's send that man ice cream. Do not do that shit because yes, I am diabetic. Do. I do not eat sugar ice cream. Sugar-free ice cream. I wish. Bluebell makes sugar-free ice cream, okay, number man. number three. Okay, number three. My dad will be really happy about this. Chocolate. It's the milk chocolate. Uh-huh. Milk chocolate ice cream is the Z-bomb. Mm-hmm. It's the bomb. I'm gonna do milk chocolate now. I know you kind of. She's looking at me like, okay, my husband is boring right now. But now I'm about to get into the good shit. The top two. The top two are the good shits. Go. Number two is cookies and cream. Okay. Cookies and cream with a hint, <laughs> with a hint of strawberries in it. But no, but uh, <laughs> we can't say blizzards right now. But no, I'm gonna have to say. Cookies and cream. Okay. And number one. And number one, you already know. Go ahead and say it, girl. It's specifically Hagen Dazs Dolce de Leche. Dolce de Leche. Dolce de Leche. Dolce de Leche. I'm going to do mine. And then we can talk about, (sighs) contemplate everything else. So, number five, three C peanut butter cup. Ooh. Okay. Number four is vanilla. See, you threw vanilla in there. No, I didn't think that you would. Like vanilla. Oh. Is that racist? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no. You know what? Okay. Yes. Reese cup, French vanilla. Ooh. You got fancy on yeah. me. Yeah. And then... It's too strong. And then it's like cookie dough. Oh, yeah. You love cookies. And then it's dough. cookies and cream. And mm. then what's my number one? Your number one? You already said it. 
peanut butter cups. No. Oh, Rocky, uh, Ben and Jerry's? What? Rocky Road? What? I have no idea. I don't know your favorite What's ice cream. You know, it's colored. <laughs> it's colored. <laughs> it's colored. <laughs> no, it is. It's colored. It's colored? It's, Sherbert? It's my favorite color. Sherbert green ice cream? No. Mint chocolate chip. Oh, mint. Cho- that you don't even Sherbert. know me. I do know you. Actually, if we would have gone to the ice cream store, I would have gotten you that because that's all wow. you Wow. Babe, said- it's early in the morning. Wow. So, that's our top five. Those yeah. are our top five. So, um, if you if you know anybody there that makes sugar-free ice cream sandwiches, holla at a boy. Holla mm-hmm. at your boy. And that is the end of our podcast. That so is the end. So we it. want to say peace, love, and destined for wealth. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.